know what time it is. It's time for an economic update with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. Welcome. Welcome. I'm I'm actually shocked that you're back from the reawaken America. <laughs> With I didn't part think of you were going to be back this time because I heard it was amazing. It was such an incredible event. We did so many amazing interviews. Met incredible patriots from all over the United States. As you can tell, uh, we're a little uh, kind of. L- vocally limping, vocally li- limping out, out of the there, but, but so encouraged. It's always good when you come back in a room full of people that are excited, like-minded, hopeful, and, and, and that and the people on stage are rolling out plans of, hey, what are we going to do medically? Hey, what are we going to do election-wise? What are we going to do you know, on these things? And it's not, hey, waiting in fear, hoping something else comes and happens. It's like, hey, this is what you can do in your town. This is what you can do in your kid's school. This is what you can do in your body yes. you know, to combat things. And so when you have answers, fear kind of goes away. And that, that that feeling of an absence of fear in a room like that is really encouraging. But something that was... Yeah, so say, tell Dr. Kirk uh, about what happened this weekend. Yeah, Ro- oh, that was exciting. Yeah, Roseanne Barr. Barr and and uh, just got to meet so many great patriots, Don Jr., Kim Kimberly Gillenfoyle, we got an interview. Uh, just a lot of great people. Roger Stone. Roger Stone. Uh, it was it was an, uh, Donald Trump right and there. General Flynn were on there. We interviewed <laughs> both of them at the same time. <laughs> it was great. For you, if you're just listening right now, it's actually not uh, President Donald Trump. It's an impersonator, but he's really funny. Got him, Jason Scoop. So it was a, just a fun event. Doctor Nepudi. There's Kimberly. Uh, uh, that was such a great interview. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. There's Don Jr. That was an incredible opportunity. I'm always blown away with the Trumps, how relatable they are. Uh, Amanda Grace. I know people. Those. I know people that are like managers of like a car dealership that are arrogant and you know beat their chest. And when you meet you know a billionaire that has you know business ventures all over the world and and uh, you know name recognition and all this kind of stuff, and they're like talking about hunting trips they went on in Iowa, you know, you know, and stuff like that, and and what deer season is going to be like in November. I'm like, all right, these are just different. You know, uh, different as a different family. You know the way they've stewarded wealth. And I want to get another observation. We were thinking about you because we had some time on Sunday before we caught our flight. We were walking around, and there's you know we stayed at the Trump Hotel. And there's this shopping district that has like you know Louis Vuitton anchor stores. It's Vegas, you know Louis Vuitton anchor stores, and I don't know a bunch of stores. I'm Neiman sure Marcus and stores. I think are a really big deal, but I can't pronounce them because they're kind of Italian or something. <laughs> you know, it's not like not Coles. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But but beautiful stuff, you know, this kind of, that's interesting. Um, and, and we stopped by a Rolex store and I walked in there and I, and I asked the lady, I said, hey, where is your section of uh, Submariners? I'd like to look at your Submariners. And she kind of kind of laughed. Well, make a long story short, don't take all your time. She said, uh, the demand for Rolexes has gone up 80% over the last two years and their production has increased 20%. And she goes, it's at least a one-year wait. This is an anchor store in Vegas. It's a monster store in the whole store. No matter how much money I had, I could be Elon Musk. It doesn't matter. No matter how much I had, there's only one watch that's actually for sale that you actually even buy. Everything else is just for display like that. These little things that say for for exhibition only. She goes, she goes, the demand for the watches have basically made this become a museum. And so we're like, we've had little conversations with you about this in the past. We're like, and it's not because the economy's booming and people just are making so much money. They don't know what to do. It's, it's people that have wealth don't feel safe with their money in the banks. And they're, they look at collectibles like this, like collectible cars and watches that hold their value as a thing. And money is not looked at as a safe, secure thing. It's going down and the Rolex is going to hold its value. The salesperson actually told us that I was like, 
She goes, it's not like they just need a watch or they need to find out what time it is. They're finding ways. She goes, people that sell a home or they've got some money and they don't want to just sit it in the bank. They 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 want to put it in something that they can touch and that was going to have value in the future, not the dollar. I'm like, really? You should talk to my friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott. <laughs> is that crazy? That is that is crazy. But people want something that's real, right? And so <clears throat> I'm thinking, you know, movies that I've watched and Vegas reminds me of this. All the mafia kingpins that deal in cash, what are they going to do when cash goes away? True. They're going to say, okay, you got to pay me in Rolexes rather than <laughs> central bank digital currency, right? It's got to be something because if cash goes away, I mean, this is why CBDCs are coming because you can't tax something you don't know about, right? So, True. So it's just going to be, it's, we're entering into the wild, wild west of currency coming you know, soon. Like, yeah. yeah. Just, the, no the, doubt the, about it. Got one of these here to show up, but like, you know, this, this is just not looked at mm -hmm. as a, as a great thing anymore. Even the idea they used to, you know, back in the old days, like in the nineties and stuff, they wanted a, a negotiating tip. If you're wanting to buy something, a used car, you know, or something like that, mm -hmm. be like, Hey, if they don't want the price, show them the cash. You know, and it's like, oh man, it is, there's an appealing factor to it. Like, oh, that's, that's actually real. It's not a check or it's not, Hey, I'm going to, you know, now it's like, eh, is that, you know, it's like, it just doesn't have any oomph. It's true. It, it really doesn't. And, you know, it's going away really, really quick. So, you know, last week while you all were traveling, this is just like Wednesday through Friday of last week, the BRICS nations were meeting yep. in Durban, South Africa. We've been talking about this for a long time, right? Mm -hmm. So, and what was going to happen? Were they going to announce a central bank digital currency for the BRICS common currency backed with gold? Or were they going to do plan B, which is what I was expecting at the end? You know, we, we were expecting a currency backed by gold like for six months because Russia, the Russian embassy on July 7th said, we're excited about this BRICS common currency. It's going to be backed by gold. <laughs> yep. There's, mm -hmm. You can't reinterpret that any other way other than what they said, right? But then Putin throws this curveball into it a couple of weeks before the meeting, said, we're not ready for that. What we want and what my proposal is that all BRICS nations trade back and forth with each other in their own currency, right? So, so it's like, okay, maybe they're going to go that route, right? So it was going to be one of the two options. Well, it turns out to be option number two is, is what they decided, amongst other things. But first of all, you know, they, the BRICS pay system came out, right? This is one thing. It, it's not backed by gold yet, but it is their central bank digital currency. And look at their nice, fancy, colorful logo mm -hmm. trying to appeal to everybody, right? It's like decentralized multi-currency digital international payment system for all countries, for all forms of money, and for all of humanity, right? So, oh. so then they talk about this and and how they are the BRICS nations. And these numbers are already outdated with who they just added, right? But 26% wow. GDP of, of the world, 30% um, of the land mass, 42% of the population. This was prior to who they added over the last few days, right? So they're, they're getting big and it's something that we all need to pay attention to, right? Because... So what did what did Putin start with? On night number one, 
right? He talks about de-dollarizing the world, right? So he says it's, and, and David, you had said, you know, we were talking about this. You said, that's a really powerful statement. <laughs> like it is. It's a hugely powerful statement. Yeah. Um, yeah. This and when, means, when, means, means they think the world would be better for humanity if this didn't exist. Yeah. They've Correct. seen this used as leverage to 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 beat nations into submission, to get what they want in Ukraine, to to topple regimes that stand up to them, to use this petrodollar as a military weapon. And, and they these guys feel like if this is gone, it evens the playing field. All of a sudden, you don't have the big bully. That's how they view it. Well, it is, and and so there's something that that wasn't said. It's like body language, right? You can read people's body language. So. When Putin speaks, he speaks from a a position and posture of power, right? It's like not an arrogance because he's a very arrogant guy, right? And when he talks, it's like, is he lying? Is he telling the truth? Is mm-hmm. he misleading on purpose? Well, we don't really know. But what we do know about Putin is whenever he speaks, it's going to be for his own benefit, right? Yeah. That's right. one thing that we know. But when he speaks, it's like, it's more than a smugness. It's more of an, uh, than an arrogance. It's I'm speaking because I know that this is going to happen kind of an attitude, right? Where like when, when Biden speaks, A, if it's understandable, right? Um, it's, it's weak. It's like, because when you speak lies, there's this internal fortitude that comes up. It's like, it's not there. It's like, well, we're telling people that inflation is, is going away, but, but it's not. We're telling people that jobs are increasing. Well, but they're not. See, it's just like this point of weakness that it's coming from where when Putin was talking, and I'm not saying I'm a Putin fan. I'm just no. saying when he speaks, it's coming from a point of Well, when, when Putin, when Putin speaks, it's a lot like Stacey. There's no uh, there's there's no question mark at the end of the sentence. <laughs> our, our kids, everybody jokes, when, when she starts saying what's going to happen around the house, like what's going to go on this weekend, or hey, uh, I was like, I think about watching some football this weekend. Yeah, and here's what's going to happen first. We're going to do this, this, and this. <laughs> it's just a it's just a period at the end. There's no question mark. It's just a, like she states facts, like like she's telling you yeah. what the weather is. Like it's currently 87 yeah. degrees. We're about to clean the garage. You know, it's like, <laughs> it it's, but, but well, that's because I, I, it comes from that, truth. And that's, yeah. that. It, it is not, he's a good or a bad guy. It's, it's, this is what he's going to do. Right. And he knows why he's going to do something. So on night one, he knew what they were going to be talking about at the BRICS meeting and what was coming up next. Right. So so here's what he said on night one. He said the dollar's receding global centrality is an objective and irreversible process. So what did he just say? He said this is the objective of the BRICS nations to de-dollarize the world. And it's actually irreversible. Mm. <laughs> Right. So so why would he say that? What's the point of power that he's coming from? So so the the G7 nations um, are 30 percent of the global economy. That would be the Western nations. The BRICS nations are 31 percent of the global economy before the meeting from this week. They already surpassed the G7 nations. So not only do you have do you have. Um, population, but you've actually got productivity, right? Right. So mm-hmm. we're larger than the G7 nations. But then Putin starts to get like mad. Right? He's like, so he's talking about illegitimate sanctions, um, seriously, seriously weigh on the international economic situation, unlawful freezing of sovereign states' assets. He goes into that mode. Um, and then, you know, he's, he's like cheerleading, right? He's cheerleading to all these bricks, you know, leaders that are there 
and the 20 countries that are that are basically petitioning to be part of the BRICS mm-hmm. nations and the 60 heads of state that are there. He's basically this cheerleader. It's like, you know what? We're going to strengthen cohesion and cooperation among these BRICS nations. We're going to de-dollarize the world and you've got to be part of this winning team, right? That's what he talked about, mm-hmm. right? So then what happened on, on the last day? So on the last day, they basically added two more countries. They added uh, United Arab Emirates and they added Saudi Arabia. So, okay. okay That's this a big becomes, deal. Well, when okay. you have the petro, the, pe- the, the dollar backed by oil and they add the, the, the oil producing nations of the Middle East, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's, but it's, that's it's, not all. It's, Kiy- not Kiy- it's all Kiyosaki's worst fear. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Kiyosaki said that is his worst fear, and it happened. Yeah, and he said it that like happened. two years ago. So, so but what comes? So they just added those two like immediately right now. But on January first, they're adding Argentina, Egypt, Ethiopia, and Iran. So wow. now six of the world's nine biggest oil producers are going to be members of the BRICS nations. So, of course, Putin's speaking from this position of power, right? Because not only are they the largest manufacturer in the world, not only have they already surpassed before UAE and Saudi Arabia, they were 31% of the world's GDP. Now they're, they're going to be much more than that, right? So so now you're going to add all this oil might and, and totally destroy the petrodollar. This is why he said we are going to de-dollarize the world it's irreversible, and this is simply our objective, right? It's like, boom, done. So so this is Kiyosaki's worst fear, right? And and it just happened. It actually just happened. And and you know what? I was I was surfing through um, channels BBC, CNBC, ABC, NBC, all of these channels while the BRICS meet, nobody is talking about it. Like literally. Wow. Nobody is talking about it. And it's like it's, you know, it's Kirk, you know what this reminds, reminds me of? I read this article this weekend. I looked at these trends here and I noticed the same thing. Um, but when I turned on the news, we came back to our hotel for the meeting. MSNBC was leading with, with the story of Donald Trump turned in his weight in Georgia at 215. Like, like that was their lead in story was Donald. Cause they didn't weigh him. He just told him his weight 215. And they were speculating whether he's more or less than that, basically doing something you couldn't do to somebody on the left, which is fat shaming. But since it was against Donald Trump, it's like perfectly great on the table. But that's not the biggest issue in our world right now. When this happened, you know, at the exact same time, yeah. it's not even the biggest issue when it comes to Trump and Hunter Biden and Joe and all that stuff. When you look at this trend, it reminded me so much of the movie, The Big Short. So on the way back, I downloaded it. I was watching it on a plane. I'm like, I'm just shocked at some of these things that are going on in that movie, The Big Short. I encourage every Flyover family, go watch The Big Short because- when you look at that bubble that happened and nobody was talking about it, nobody was reporting about it. They were blind to it because they were so focused on their own thing. Like that, that is exactly what's happening with this. It has that same vibe of, of how could everybody not be talking about the same thing? And then how could, how could there be so much damage to what I consider the glue or the nails that hold the house together in, in the Western world? Mm -hmm. Um, how could that be happening? So much more money being printed. They double the money supply, but nothing's changed. Like everything kind of feels the yep. same. Nothing's going on different. It's like, whoa, it's the big short. It's that same movie. Yeah, it is. See, look at this expansion. That's, that is like 
30% of the world's landmass now taken up by the by these nations. This is a really big trading block. This is a huge power block that that the West got caught off guards, right? Either that or it's intentional that they want to actually lose, right? Mm-hmm. So they can bring in central bank digital currency and track everybody's every move and control them from buying or selling, right? But but the bottom line is for us watching this right now is the BRICS nations are rising up um, big and fast and taking over not just the manufacturing, but the oil, which is going to de-dollarize the West. We've lost our reserve currency status at this point, right? We have, because this is what, what mm-hmm. Putin wanted. Said, this is why they didn't actually offer a gold-backed BRICS currency yet, because that's ultimately the slow death of the U.S. dollar. It'll ultimately take demand over to there because they've got gold back in the currency and other countries are going to say, oh, that's better than something that's not gold backed. Right. But that's a slow process. Ain't say end result. The dollar's dead. Well, what's the quick process to get there? And remember, this is an economic war is Putin's idea. Let's get all these countries trading in their own currencies rather than U.S. dollar right away from day one and add these oil producing countries that will actually boost their currencies. It detracts demand from the U.S. dollar. So we're going to have to print like there's no tomorrow. Inflationary pressures are coming. They're going to raise interest rates even more to slow them down, which is why, again, while you were gone in Vegas, you know, there's a meeting in Jackson Hole with the Fed. And Mm. we still don't know exactly what what they said at that meeting, right? But my guess is this. Jerome Powell is basically just right down the middle not going either way because he doesn't know what's going to happen. He doesn't want to be said that he's wrong, right? So it's like, well, we're winning this war on inflation, but we're still going to, you know, have room in the future to change and adjust things if we need to. I bet it's going to be the most milquetoast comments ever because nobody knows except for, for you know, followers of the show what the implications of BRICS are going to be because it's not being reported right. on mainstream media, right? So- they know, they know because they're smart PhD economists. They understand this. They're just not telling us, right? So I think the days of the dollar are numbered, which is why we are protecting ourselves with tangible assets like silver, like we've been shouting from the rooftops, because to me, it's the only thing that makes sense right now. Amen. That's so, so important. You can go to flyovergold.com. When you do, there's a landing page, place you can fill out your information. There's great inf- uh, information there as well. When you scroll down to the bottom, fill out your information. That'll put you in the queue for, for someone from Dr. Kirk's team to get a hold of you. They're going to set up a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. Um, and you can get your questions answered. So, you know, anything they, they would have, Dr. Kirk, like what are different things that, that you would deal with? Can they, um, if they have IRAs, can they move over an IRA? If they just have money in the bank and they want to do that, can they do that? What are their options? So IRAs, all of the different kinds, simple, set, traditional, Roths, inherited, right? There's a lot of different types of IRAs. We can do all of them in physical metals. If you retired and you have an old 401k or an old 403b, those roll into a, a traditional IRA, or you can just do brokerage account funds or or your checking account, savings account, right? That would just be a cash account. Now, in a cash account, either you take delivery of the metals at home because it's a physical thing, or you can have them stored for you. We'll go through that with you to make sure that 
it fits for your situation. Everybody's different. There's not a wrong answer to it. We just want to navigate through that with you. That is so good. You can go to flyovergold.com or call 720-605-3900. Again, it's 720-605-3900. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how. In 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. The the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a (laughs) handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Hello, Flyover family. Join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111.